It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. In a world where movies rely on marketing more than ever to connect with audiences, one podcast aims to make sense of it all. This is Movies and Marketing. Next Saturday night, we're sending you back to the future. Go ahead, make my day. How about you, you crazy Dutch bastard? What we've got here is... Failure to communicate. Take a look around. You're at the threshold of hell. We might as well have a good time. I am an FBI agent. What are we talking about today on the episode, Shad? I think we're talking about the future, right? The future of summer movies. You think we're very good at predicting the future? Good at might be a uh, long shot, but what we're hoping is that, you know, by talking about it, maybe we can manipulate the future. Tenet style. All I have for you is a word. Tenet. It'll open the right doors. Some of the wrong ones, too. Use it carefully. I do. I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we're trying to prevent World War III. I'm not saying I'm getting here. No. Something worse. Ooh, I don't really understand what's happening in that movie, but it sounds and looks awesome. Uh, it looks amazing. I have no idea. None of it makes sense to me. A lot like Inception in that way. Do you remember when Inception came out? Yeah. And uh, you're like, wow, that looks fantastic. I don't understand it at all. Yeah. Even after watching it multiple times, <laughs> there are parts of that movie where they eventually lose me. I'm like, a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream? What are they talking yeah. about? I don't understand. What level are they on right now? And where is this going? They're seven levels deep. They got to kick out to kick out to kick out. What does that mean? But it's cool when people are floating around. So I'm fine with it. Yeah. I love that movie. So that's why I'm really excited to see Tenet. I mean, it gives me the same vibes. You know, I mean, it looks like mm. something cool like that in that same kind of the world is not what you think kind of thing. And, you know, Tenet's one of the movies that could potentially be coming to theaters this summer if we get summer movies. It's the one that could open theaters back up. Uh, some other possible movies that could come out. Mulan, The Informer, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. 
I know you're looking forward to that one, Patrick. Wonder Woman 1984 and Bill and Ted Face the Music. These are all movies that could potentially still hit theaters. They have not been delayed or pushed back. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to talk about, you know, what could happen this summer and next summer, summer 2021, which, you know, really getting into the future, but we like to go big. Yeah, we're definitely going big by trying to predict a whole year into the future, let alone this summer. Yeah. So what do you think it's going to look like if theaters open, right? What's it going to look like? Well, a little different than what we're used to. I think we can assume that. So if theaters open in July, as they're planning to, I know like Cinemark has like a phasing approach where they're opening over the next few weeks. They're like opening a few theaters and then the week after that, opening more theaters. I think things, you know, as we knew them before will be a little different. Mask probably will be required, I would think, or at least suggested. I don't know if concessions are going to be open. I don't know if that's going to be part of it. Social distancing, I think, is going to be the big part of it. We're going to have probably empty seats required between people. Theater is going to be required to be kept at certain capacities. I don't know if that's going to be 50%, 60%, 30%, you know, but you're, you're not going to be in full theaters. We know that for sure. And then you're definitely going to see a lot more wiping down, cleaning up, you know, people go in, everything's going to get wiped down afterwards, you would assume. Everything's going to get sanitized repeatedly throughout the process. And then they're just going to be monitoring what happens, you know, what our spread levels are to see if these things can stay open. That's what we're looking at. I don't know. We're going to have to see more of the details as this happens, as they like test out putting those toes in the water. What do you think? Do you have any more to add in there that you think will be different than what we knew before with theaters? Just they're going to have a Lysol misting spray that drops from the ceilings. <laughs> You're just basically going to breathe in Lysol. And I think that'll work. And by work, I mean, probably kill off most people who go on to the movie. Well, what if everybody's in like a rubber bodysuit, mm. you know, full plastic mask, and then the Lysol just rains down the entire time? Yeah, that'll keep everyone safe, probably. Uh, you know, Ish. like if they're all in their hazmat suits, like in Outbreak, until they get a rip in their suit. But that's where the Lysol spray that's just like a mist that's in the air. And then you constantly have to have like a wiper blade on your mask so that you can actually see it's like being in the rain. Sounds like a great experience. Yeah, it's gonna be wonderful. Well, that's the other uh, big question, right? Even if they open up, so they have these precautions in place, are people gonna go? Will people be at the movies in summer 2020? What do you think? I think this has a lot to do with geography. I really do. I mean, there are a lot of areas that don't really care about the pandemic anymore, or if they ever did. So I think it's possible that there could be a lot of people going to the movies when they're, the theaters reopen. Part of me thinks that the movies that do come out will definitely clean up because I feel like I myself personally, I live a little bit in this bubble of thinking that everybody has this sense of caution. As time goes on, I'm starting to see, I don't know if that's totally true. And so I really feel like movies might not be as affected as I thought they would be. Because I hear a lot of people talking about as soon as the theaters open up, they're going to go. I'm like, really? That's not how I would have imagined that playing out, but okay. So, I mean, what do you think? Do you think, I mean, yeah. from what you've seen? Yeah. So you think there might be like a surge once they open up, like people just kind of flood in as much as they can, huh? You still have a decent part of the population that there is caution. It's not going to be probably the normal 
amount that a summer movie season would have, but I think it's going to be better than what I thought it would be, I guess, is the, the main idea. I mean, I think some people will go. I think, you know, teens, young people won't really be bothered. I think there's families who've been cooped up or looking to get out with kids. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be less than it was prior. I guess I just don't know how much less. I guess at least 20, 25% less. So we're seeing like 75% people going than we're going on a normal summer weekend. But then you also got to think about only so many people can actually even go into a theater because you got to have spacing and social distancing within the theater so they can only sell so many tickets anyway. So maybe that would even make it less than that. But how many people are actually going to go out? I don't know. You know, I was I originally had said that 15 percent less than what you'd see on a normal summer weekend. But it's probably a lot less than that. It's probably at least in those first few weeks, probably going to be 50 percent of what you would see on a normal summer weekend, even trying to go. Maybe it's even a lot less than that. It's just so hard to tell what's going to happen. I mean, it's going to be less, right, obviously. But part of me goes, I don't know, because I see restaurants that are crowded People in restaurants, literally no masks, no social distancing. You go to these stores and people aren't doing that. So I'm like, will they care about a theater? Maybe they won't. I don't know. Like, I really don't know at this point. And that's what is kind of interesting and also an uneasy feeling because you and I, right? Like, this is what we do as marketers. We look at what are the trends, but it's so hard to tell because there's such a divide and everybody's all over the place. And I'm not really sure what those numbers look like. This summer will give us a great idea of what next summer will do, though, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's almost impossible to predict what it'll look like. I think some of those titles, some of those big titles, especially the family ones I always lean into, will get some numbers. I think it will look more like 1990 numbers than 2019 numbers. You look at something like Tenant, which I would think last summer would have been a $300 million movie. I think now you're looking at it being maybe a $100 million movie doing pretty well, you know, considering playing to like half filled or quarter filled theaters on the positive side, probably play for a couple months because of limited competition. Yeah, I agree. I think the movies that come out are going to do really well considering their circumstances, you know, mainly because there's not a lot of competition. The big ones that would have come out aren't there. So the ones that are there are going to clean house. So the question is, will you go see it though? Are you going to be one of those people in the theater? opening weekend, the theater opens up. Are you there? You know, the funny thing is, is that I've gone months without seeing a movie before, you know, and me too. I mean, months and months. I would probably say there has been moments where I might go six months without seeing a movie. And I mean, I miss the movie going experience. I just don't know how I feel about sitting in a theater Lysol misting spray, me sitting in a hazmat suit. That's I feel like how you're going to feel, right? We might be joking about the absurdity of doing that, but that's kind of how people feel now because that person that's coughing two rows up or that person who's, you know, I mean, like sitting next to you, it's like, uh, okay, well, you know, social distancing, you got to make sure extra seats between you and all that stuff. I feel like that removes the enjoyment out of the moment, doesn't it? Uh, Yeah. Usually when you go to a movie, you go to kind of tunnel vision, zone in, take your worries away. Will you go, Shad? I got to say, I miss I miss going to movies. I miss that experience of being in the movie theater. But I don't feel super compelled to rush back to theaters or be in that confined space with a bunch of people just yet. Um, I want to support movie theaters, but I'm just not quite there yet. 
seems to me more like a anxiety provoking experience than an enjoyable one right now is what I would say. Yeah. Like I just don't want any of that anxiety or whatever that's sort of attached to it, even though with limited viewing, the extra precautions that are taken, this might be the best time to see one because you know, that's true. You know, the extensive cleaning they're doing right now, because eventually that's going to become laxed like anything else. That's true. Yeah. So which movie do you think will be the biggest success of the ones being released? So which one do you think will make the most money at the box office if they all open as planned? I can't imagine it's going to be SpongeBob. I don't totally see that either. The big question for me is the family question. How comfortable are parents with their kids going to movie theaters? And I mean that of like parents taking their kids, parents letting their tween kids. I That's the big question mark I have in terms of what will do well. I have no sense of that. You know what I mean? How long will that take? Because I know kids have been pent up for a while. Kids have been in the house for months. You know, they want to get out. They want to do some things. People are starting to do that more. So it's like, what is the comfort level with that? Especially going into, you know, not, you know, outdoor activities. People seem to be fine with that. Parents seem to be like, okay, this is okay outdoors. We're all right. It's a little safer there. I had so much uncertainty at this point, you know? Yeah. So looking ahead, so if we're looking at summer of 2021, a whole year from now, we can't even predict this summer. We like a challenge. Yeah. Looking a whole year into the future, do you think theaters will be back to business as usual? Like, how do you feel people? Where's the mindset going to be for most people? Well, you know, again, hard to say. It's easy to imagine two scenarios. We could be completely back to normal, like people adapted to this thing. You can envision a scenario where they just fall back into the old ways, too. And, you know, everybody just goes back to going to the movies, summer, things are back to normal. You could also see there's some sort of, you know, flu season, COVID outbreak again. We spike again, back on lockdown, summer movie gets shut down again. And that's, you know, we're kind of back here again. My hope, obviously, you know, the optimism, I hope we're more closer to back to normal. Like we said, it's probably more likely to be somewhere in the middle, you know, back to normal may never be an actual thing we see. So if I'm predicting, I would say we're probably... 80% back to what we used to be next summer, which is like 80% box office. We're still doing some kind of a little bit of distancing, a little bit of safety practices, but not nearly where we are this summer where I'm, you know, predicting like 20% capacity, but it all comes down to kind of what happens in that time in between and particularly what happens over that winter flu season here. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think the key here is that another outbreak doesn't intensify in some way, you know, or mutate and become more deadly or something like that, you know, like in the movies themselves, how that happens. As long as something like that doesn't happen, I think theaters will get back to some sense of normalcy. I think that there is still this level of hesitation. The people who would have gone and seen SpongeBob SquarePants may hold off, (laughs) <laughs> you know, pick a movie that's not, you need to see that in a theater. Bill and Ted. Oh man. I kind of want to see that movie. Though, <laughs> I do too. I mean, <laughs> just you a know. strange curiosity. I mean, how weird is it that that could be the movie that could get me in the theater? I might face <laughs> the music for Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. What have you got to say for yourselves? Be excellent to each other and party on dudes. <laughs> yeah. So 
But anyway, yeah, I mean, I think will it be back to business as usual as much as you probably can be at that point, some sense of it anyway, it's never going to be like you said, never back to the original normal that we had. No, I would think it'd be closer to operating like more like they were before, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. Do you think the crowds will be back to normal? Do you think, you know, we'll see 2019 crowds at the movie theater again? Here's the way I look at it. You have to consider that there is still a decent part of the population that is concerned with the virus. You can't subtract that from the equation. It's going to affect the movie numbers to some degree, even if it's small. You're never going to get back to where you were unless we forgot it all. Like we men in blacked ourselves, held up the thing and raised our memories. It's like you still are going to have people who are affected by that. People who would have gone and seen movies, right? Yeah. The 70 plus population, how many of them are going to be comfortable going back to movie theaters even next year or, right. you know, the year after? I agree with you. There's got to be something, you know, I like to throw percentages on things. Say you lose 5% of movie going audience. They're just not coming back next year. That's a noticeable chunk. I mean, that's a decent amount of people on any given weekend losing thousands or millions of people who normally go to movies. So crowds, no, I don't think they'll be back to normal. I don't know if they'll ever be back to normal. But movies are such a thing for people. You know, it's such an easy thing to do, not just in the summer, but all the time. You know, hey, let's, now ah, I got nothing to do. Let's go to a movie. Mm. So if theaters find a way to make them safer or people just get more comfortable, people will show up. You know, I think we have maybe another five years plus, And that's saying with smooth sailing until we get back to where we were before that. And for an industry that's always looking to grow and uh, push that box office higher and higher, that's a decent sized setback. Yeah. If you were to ask me, will it get back to normal? I say in 90 years. 90 years. Maybe. You're right about the men in black thing. Once memory is basically erased of this event. Right. Generations. Look at any pandemic that's ever happened. We are literally, we were on the cusp of like this forgetfulness, like that we just forgot what that was like because we'd never experienced it. So our generation, mm -hmm. 90 years from now, and then a hundred years from now, it'll probably happen again because they say like every hundred years or whatever, hundred years from now, then it'll be like, ah, oh, will it ever get back to normal? And the versions of us recording a podcast, which cause you know, podcasts will still be around. We'll be like, do you think it'll ever get back to normal? It's a cycle, right? History repeats itself. Yes, it does. So this is the big question. Listeners really want to know, Shad, next year, will we have our summer box office challenge? Will it be back? My answer is the one thing I've said since COVID began is everything I once thought was completely impossible and off the table has now been put on the table. Things I never thought would be canceled. I never thought we'd see the summer movie season get wiped out. And yet it's happened. So to me, see, the idea that we could lose another summer movie season seems like no way. It's never going to happen. I hate to even say that, though. It's like a knock on wood thing because I just feel like, well, there's a complete chance that can happen now. So I'm predicting the summer box office challenge will be back and it will be glorious and uh, <laughs> it'll happen. I think summer movies are going to be back in full next year. But even if they're not, we'll find a way to do the challenge. And I'm predicting it's going to be close but I'm going to win out in dramatic fashion and I'm going to brag and I'm going to gloat and I'm going to rub it in your face and it's going to hurt you and you're going to cry, but you're not going to tell me about it because this is a podcast. Yeah. How's that for a very specific prediction? Do you like that one? I like it. I like the trash talk. I like the smack talk. <laughs> I will say this. We're going to have a brand new trophy next year. 
we were going to have it this year, but since we don't have the uh, challenge going on. So next year, we're going to have a brand new trophy, one that we can hold up and tout for the rest of the world to see. But I agree with you. I, th I think it's going to be back. What's going to be interesting, though, is next year is going to be like a weird year. So our predictions are going to be a little yeah. bit off, I think. We'll be able to see some trends, right? So by the following year, I think it'll get back kind of to normal of a challenge. Next year is going to be like, what do you think is going to happen? We're going to be like, we have no idea. So that'll be the weird part about next summer's challenge. But I'm looking forward to it. I really missed that from this year for sure. Oh, that's what I miss most about the uh, summer movies being gone is not having the draft. It was so much fun. So it will be back no matter what. We'll figure out a way to do it. I think you're right. Even if we have all the summer movies coming out, there's so much uncertainty swirling around it. Uh, it'll create a lot of wild cards, which will make it even more interesting. Early predictions. What do you think? What do you think is going to be the biggest movie of summer 2021? Do you think you could make a prediction right now? I probably can't because the calendar is so spotty, but I'll do it anyways. <laughs> I'm going to go with um, Jurassic World Dominion. I don't know yeah. why, other than, you know, the second Jurassic World was a big come down from that first Jurassic World. But looking at the movies coming out, nothing super grabbed me. Shang-Chi, I don't know if that's how you say it, and The Legend of the Ten Rings, that was a possible grab. I thought about the Suicide Squad, but then I remembered how much I hated Suicide Squad regular, so I couldn't go with that one. Untitled live-action Disney movie was what it will probably actually be, but for now, I'll go with Jurassic World Dominion. That's, I think, a sheer bet to place in the top five, so I'll place my bets on that one. Are you saying, do we look at the uh, dates? Because if... In fact, Matrix 4 comes out on May 21st. Is that after Memorial Day for us? I think we'll count all of May. So Matrix 4, I counted that. I mean, that could be something, but I just didn't know if that was going to be widespread enough. It's between that and Space Jam. Everything is so derivative, right? Yeah. Talking yeah. about Matrix 4, Jurassic World, which is like the ninth one, Space Jam remake. But yeah, I saw Matrix 4 and I'm like, ah... I mean, I know I'm interested in it, and I think a lot of people are, but I didn't know how much that would cross generations. Well, that's the thing. It's next summer, and it's the first real summer after this. I think we're going to see some things do really well that probably maybe might not have, you know, in any other circumstance. You know, that's a good question. There also will be the delayed Fast and Furious movie, I guess, which... <laughs> but that's April, right? Know? So we are we going to count that? Oh, that's right. That will be before. We won't count that one. Yeah. We can't have summer go into April. That's too much. No. Then we're just... We're animals. We're not even humans at that point. We're not even following a calendar. We're just animals. Well, the point is it's happening. Some way or another, it's happening. Yeah. So I'm excited. 2021 predictions. We'll have to come back to this and see what comes out of that. And if we're crazy, if we're good predictors of the future... Maybe we'll have to come back to our future selves, past selves, face the music with Bill and Ted. Oh, I think we should have an episode next summer where we listen to this, call it Patrick and Shad face the music and we <gasps> see what yes. we got right and what we actually got wrong and uh, come to terms with it. We were supposed to unite the world and save reality as we know it. We've spent our whole life trying to write the song that will unite the world. Why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Whoa! Take it from ourselves! But isn't that stealing? How is that stealing if we're stealing it from ourselves, dude? <laughs>
How'd you like our song? It's a little on the dark side, but you know, that's cool. Whoa, wild stallions. <laughs> well, that's it for today's episode of Movies and Marketing. Until next time, let's fade to black. I'll be back. He's not coming back. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.